Become a 101 Patreon today. Head to patreon.com forward slash 101 part-time jobs and choose whether you're going to be a freelancer, a part-timer or a full-timer. You can get access to our full video interviews, to our Discord server, get pre-release tickets to our live podcasts and much more. Head to patreon.com forward slash 101 part-time jobs and pick up yourself a new gig. I did for the longest time and I wish that I knew that DistroKid was a thing. I don't even think it existed back then. DistroKid makes music distribution fun and easy with unlimited uploads and artists keep 100% of your royalties and earnings. A million plus artists rely on DistroKid to get their music on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, TikTok, Tidal, Instagram and all the major streaming services. When you get DistroKid, you can see a DistroKid bank and withdraw your earnings. You get notified when you've earned royalties and you can withdraw via the app and you can even check your streaming stats on Spotify. Spotify and Apple. Get 30% off your first year on DistroKid by going to distrokid.com slash VIP slash 101pod. 30% off for your first year. That's not bad. We know it's a tough world out there. Why don't you make it easier for yourself? And to get 30% off that free year as an artist where you get 100% of your royalties and earnings, go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash 101pod. All right, stay with me. I'll be right back after this. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. listening to 101 part-time jobs the only podcast in the world where i speak to bands and musicians about how they've been able to make their art work on today's episode is ruti ruti's been announced as part of the 2023 class of fender next artists which includes the mysterines barty strange and mama fender next is designed to support emerging artists that are expanding the world of guitar and music and culture, which is very cool. I went to see her play at the showroom and it was pretty amazing to be in such a lovely building full of incredible Fender guitars. And Ruti herself was fantastic. Her new single, La La Love, is out now. And a big part of today's episode is asking the question, what does an independent musician do next after winning a TV competition like The Voice, which Ruti won in 2018? 
all to come on today's episode. Cheers for listening. Thank you to Abby and George for arranging this. And cheers to 2000 Trees Festival who support the podcast. They've got some amazing names playing this July in Cheltenham, just a few hours away from London on the train. It's a camping festival, literally in the middle of 2000 Trees. It's even got a forest stage. Soft play, formerly known as Slaves, are headlining with Bullet For My Valentine and Frank Hart and the Rattlesnakes and loads of other bands throughout that Wednesday to Saturday, which even gives you the Sunday off. 100 Reasons, American Football, Holding Absence, Kneecap, Sprints, The Chisel, who I'm a big fan of, Cancer Bats, who are also doing a Black Sabbath cover set as the name Bat Sabbath. You don't want to miss that. Narrowhead, Bad Nerves, loads of great bands. 2000trees.co.uk to get your tickets for that and if you want to get 20 quid straight off that ticket price you can use the voucher code 101pod 2000trees.co.uk use the voucher code 101pod to get 20 quid off alright you're listening to 101 part time jobs with me Giles Bidder and this is Ruti who's just released her new song La La Love go well cheers When Racing Cars came out, that was, you know, coming out the other side of winning The Voice. At that time, did you kind of start really identifying, you know, okay, this is what you're going to do with your life? Was there a moment? I think it was actually after The Voice. So, like, immediately after winning, I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm doing this now. I don't need to hand my CV into Lakeside anymore. (laughs) Yeah, Um, I know that pain. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, I, I saw the title of this podcast and I was like, oh, no, I've only had one job. Like, I've, <laughs> it doesn't matter. I've only had one job before this because it, it was literally immediately out of sixth form. Like, I was still at sixth form once. I'd, when I'd won, I was in my second year. Wow. And then um, and then I was just, like, I finished my A-levels just after, which was fine. And then... And then I was like straight in on the writing sessions and stuff. I think I did a few things like in between um, like finishing coursework and and doing my exams and stuff. But um, I actually can't remember the timeline. I just remember like just immediately going into sessions and and it was like such a a nerve wracking thing. I mean, I feel like sometimes I don't really think about how – like scary actual thing is until like after I've done it because like I am quite an anxious person but sometimes I just do stuff without thinking I mean look talking about 101 part-time jobs as an artist you're gonna have 101 part-time you know jobs in that it's interesting I feel like in the last few years artists are a lot more open about talking about those sessions what goes into them you know what kind of feelings people are getting how you know something's going right or whether you're trying to move on you know in that session what's your experience been like in those sessions you know what's your when you go when you go into a session for the first time and you're meeting someone and you know you may know them and you may like massively respect them you know what what is your kind of mentality do you think well uh, do you know what recently I've had to kind of change my mentality in, in a way like I feel like at the beginning, you're, uh, well, let's say at the beginning of, of my journey in like writing and stuff, I hadn't ever written a song properly before because I was always too scared to. Wow. I'd done a lot of like composing in like 
secondary school and in a level and like in my spare time because I did like music tech and stuff I wasn't really looking to be a songwriter <laughs> so but I, I knew that if I was going to be an artist then I would want to write my own song yeah or at least have a hand in it so going into those sessions for me was kind of just about like at the beginning learning and practicing and just seeing what happens but then as you know as it's like gone on um and like I've I kind of put too much pressure on myself to write songs in those sessions um and it was getting a bit exhausting because I was like going into new sessions and meeting new people which again I was finding like I was doing it like automatically but it was still draining like because I was meeting new people constantly and I get nervous meeting new people because I've got to start up that conversation again and talk about my entire life story again and like and then just open up to them immediately almost you've got so much heart in your songs you know it's, it's musical music has has heart you're you really open up your heart does that have did that taken like a little a little while a little you know some some years to sort of get get into that space yeah I feel like um I I tried at the beginning to like kind of open up my heart but it was a bit nerve-wracking and like but also the people that I was writing with weren't necessarily connecting with me they just kind of it felt like it was just like a let's just get the job done situation and I feel that works for some people but for me it wasn't working especially because I was like 18 and just like a young person just trying to (laughs) figure out what's going on Um, and not really getting the like the nurturing that I actually really needed because I I get it was so young (laughs) Time and nurturing isn't something that people like talk about so much in terms of, no. you know, for, for artists, for musicians, because it does take time. It does take nurturing. It takes finding a mentor. I mean, speaking of that, you've just become part of Fender Next, which yeah. is, you know, elevating artists. <laughs> it's support there. It's giving you that yeah, nurturing. Exactly. And I, I'm so happy to be part of the, the roster this year because I, I didn't even... I think I heard of it last year and I was like, oh, this is really cool. But then, like, I was not expecting it at all. I just got an email <laughs> from my manager. I was like, oh, you've been chosen for this. I was like, what? Why? <laughs> I, I mean, there's so many good artists on it. Barty's Strange, Mysterines. I can't, I can't believe that I've been chosen for, like, this. Uh, in amongst all of those amazing artists. Like, yeah. I... I think I said it on the night of like the, the the like launch party. I don't feel like a guitarist ever, but I play the guitar all the time. Like I always play it for my gigs and I always play it in sessions like because that's how I write the music. That's how I write music at home. That's what I've been doing to like relax for however many years I've been playing guitar. Oh, 10 years I've been playing guitar. So yeah. like, you know, I've been playing it whether I feel like a guitarist or not, I have been progressing and I have been getting better. So yeah, I guess I am a guitarist, but it's also not about like being a guitarist, but like using the guitar to create what I'm, what I do and to help me and to like support me when I'm, when I'm singing. Cause uh, like that is my main instrument. I am like a, a vocalist 
predominantly. And it's an interesting time now for guitars because you get so many artists making this music that doesn't sound like anything else before. You're having guitarists using the guitar as a tool to make new sounds, right? Yeah, I, I, I do think of it as a tool. Like, I don't know lots of different techniques, so I just use it to, <laughs> like, to make sounds, basically, yeah. which I know that is literally what it does yeah. anyway. But, yeah, it, it really does feel like a tool to, like, elevate my, my music. And aside from being the world's best guitars, <laughs> you're, you're going to be around those other artists that are also Fender Next this year. Yeah. You know, being part of... a a gang really being part of like a group that must feel feel nice yeah yeah that feels that feels really great like I haven't been part of a a little group for a while so and I also don't you know even though I've been doing music for like five years now like I, I haven't made lots of connections with artists just because of like well mainly the pandemic to be honest yeah. but but like I really I'm excited to like connect with these artists hopefully like make some friends along the way and and like connections and and maybe we can like encourage and elevate each other in that absolutely um i hope so that's what i'm hoping for you know i i think the uk isn't amazing i mean it's it's pretty shit actually (laughs) of encouraging artists it's Mm. pretty rubbish at supporting the live music industry at a grassroots level and you know you mentioned you studied music tech at school I mean I did a similar thing and felt very lost in those years you know you kind of everyone's out for themselves it's there's there's not so much of a a building each other up kind of mentality going on there you know with Fender Next that's a huge company saying no we're gonna put our faith into these new generations Mm -hmm. of artists and that's that's where the magic's happening yeah absolutely um I feel like like you said, when I was doing like school like music at school, it was like, <laughs> how am I gonna get anywhere? Yeah. Like I don't really know where to start. I know that obviously I went on the voice and that's how I started, and that was like an absolute like, I don't know, it was just like propelled immediately. Like I was not expecting it, like catapulted into the music industry. But for people that are not gonna go on to that show or like because that's a vocal show. So if you're a guitarist or a drummer, you're like, you're going to be like, what next? Like, what am I going to do? How have the last few years been for you? You know, since the pandemic, have you found that you've kind of been able to, to, to sort of find a balance in life and music and look forward, make a plan? Yeah, I mean, we the plan changed like so much during that couple of years from like 2020 because... Obviously, we never knew what was going on at any point at all. So, but I did, I found it difficult in those years to balance that like life and music because I was just at home constantly, obviously. So I was like, I don't, (laughs) I want to make music, but I'm like tired and exhausted and just like, I don't want to be, I don't want to over, overdo myself. And I was doing loads of like content constantly like filming and recording and then editing the video and then like you know get sending it to there was like a few online festivals and didn't get much back for it so it was like it was a lot of 
it it was really hard to just like make music in that time for me. For some people, it was easy because it was just in your bedroom or you could just be at your home making music constantly. But I just really found it difficult. Are you a people person? I mean, I know you said that you know you're anxious and meeting new people mm-hmm. is 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 sometimes hard. Do you think the you know yeah. people that you do? feel good around I mean we all feel good around our friends but I mean are you a people person do you want to be going out and playing festivals and yeah I think I am a people person I'm like maybe like an extroverted introvert (laughs) in like some sort of way like I don't know I I do thrive off of social situations even if I'm just like sitting in the corner (laughs) yeah. <laughs> just like observing yeah. it have you found any particular moments where you, you you'll be inspired to write from a lyric point of view or from a melody point of view are there any sort of scenarios that come up it, it used to be for me this is going to sound a bit unprofessional but I if I was like yeah. especially quite hungover, I was quite good at writing songs and I realized after work that stopped working <laughs> for me but for a couple of years back then it did work for me um I don't even know I feel like maybe I should identify when I feel like most productive or like most like inspired. Mm. I think it's usually after like I've listened to a bit of music. Like, I don't know, sometimes I'll sit down and actually just like really just listen to music. Sometimes I can't listen to music at all. Like, I just don't want to. I'll listen to podcasts. I like to listen to that when I'm doing stuff, but I sometimes I just can't listen to music because I just well if it's if it's your all day every day that's that's understandable <laughs> at least at the very least <laughs> yeah I guess so but I just don't know why but like sometimes I will just get like hyper focused into music and like just be listening and watching like YouTube videos and yeah. and like when I discover a new artist I think that's when I get really or not a new artist but like someone new to me mm-hmm. uh, I that's when I get like most inspired because it's like oh this is like new and it sounds different and there's different elements that I'm picking out and different bits of them that I like you get inspired by those little bits that catch you absolutely um but also like after watching films sometimes I get really inspired nice I don't know why it's usually because of the music in the film it's not necessarily like Oh, I watched the Mario movies and now I'm going to like write a song. <laughs> well, the sinking in movies is just unreal. I always I, I always think of School of Rock where there's that Led Zeppelin song and you're like that wouldn't have been that wouldn't have been half as good without it, you know. Exactly. Yeah, I I do I like uh the idea of like being synced into a movie. That's like I wanted to do like movie soundtracking when I was uh, when I was at school before I went on the voice. That's what I wanted to do. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. What hundred one part-time jobs? 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 But I did have people around me that were checking in, like because my mentor on the show was Tom Jones. <laughs> yeah, his <laughs> texting Tom Jones. His, yeah, yeah, casually. No, <laughs> his managers were like always checking in with me to just see that if I was all right. Nice, really nice. 
Yeah, because there wasn't much that they could do, but they were just like, they really like cared about me a lot. So that, that is really nice. nice. Did you have any good moments yeah. with them? Like, did you ever go out for dinner with? Yeah, I actually did. Because um, his manager is his son, actually. Wow. So I, I felt like I was out on like, a little family yeah. <laughs> family dinner. We did go to this really fancy restaurant and I don't know where it was and I can't remember where, what it was called. But I remember going to it and like people were like, that's Tom Jones. Like, that's actually Tom Jones and sitting at a table next to us. And then I was just there. Brilliant. Do you remember what you ordered? Um, I think I had like fish. I didn't want to get the most expensive thing. <laughs> but I remember that they got the most expensive thing because they shared it. And it was like, I was like, what is going on? And then the chef came out to say, thank you so much for coming. To Tom, of course, not to me. Like they would just often invite me for coffee just to listen to my music, listen to some of their records and stuff. And nice. it was just nice. It was just really nice because there was times where I was like, I have no idea what's going on. I'd be like, have you heard from anyone? I'd be like, no, I haven't heard from anyone for like weeks. So yeah. I don't know what's going on. I wonder if that's something that's going to like happen, you know, throughout your career in music because the music industry changes all the time. There's always going to be mm. some quiet moments. I mean, yeah, of course. I guess are you, you're always learning, I suppose, always learning mm. what's next. There are going to be trends that even the, biggest labels the most experienced marketing people don't know exactly how things are going to pan out for anyone for any music yeah. I, I guess you know what's the best way to what's the best mentality to have for that is that just to be open and and stay positive yeah. and try and keep learning all the time yeah I mean it, it is about just kind of staying like going with the flow and being open and you know not you don't have to be ready for anything and you don't have to like go with any trends that happen if you don't want to but just like you know being open to learn about the new things that are happening in music and if you want to go with it and try stuff out then you can um and I always like listen to I I, I do listen to my labels advice a lot because um that they're also like a great team around me I trust them a lot um and they're, they're a small label called PMR yeah, I just really, really trust them. And they're, they're also very much like available to chat to me at any point. Nice. Um, which, again, I really appreciate because sometimes I'll just have like a burning question that's like, oh no, what if this? And oh no, I haven't done this. Yeah. And, and I can just call them or text them, either one, whatever I feel comfortable with. So it's just, yeah. And we always like meet up and, as well, which is always important. But yeah, just being being open to things is kind of the easiest way to, I guess to to manage the music industry yeah. sometimes but you do have to you do have to stand your ground at the same time like I think if you've got an idea if you've got a vision I think you can easily be like you can know exactly what you want and know exactly where you want to be and know who you are but you know always being like an open person to meet new people and stuff yeah. and then you you make your decisions like you know after a after a new session or like after having a meeting yeah you can go back and reflect and then like sometimes you do get an instant like you know instinct to be like no that's definitely not what I want to be doing but sometimes you do have to process stuff there's no rush to do anything ever I really felt like I had to rush because of like after the voice people are just like you're gonna just like the, the, whoever wins the voice is going to disappear they're not going to do anything 
but I mean they have to disappear to actually make the music anyway but also like I have I had to work like it's been five years and some people are like oh are you still making music and I'm like well yeah actually yeah I'm still kind of at the start and I'm actually doing really well I mean if you weren't following me then <laughs> you wouldn't know all of these things yeah. but you know I'm not in any rush any anymore and I was also like you know, I'm I'm 23 now, but sometimes you see artists that are even younger than you, and you're like, what what's going on? Like, I should be way further in my career, but actually, you can't compare yourself to anyone. That applies to not. the universe, to everything you do. Yeah, and don't worry about what age you are. I know that I'm spe- saying that, and I'm 23, and I'm still early. Well, I'm almost mid 20, but <laughs> like, still young. It doesn't. I I still would get worried about that but but whenever I see anyone that's like older than me doing stuff that is amazing regardless of what age they are I'm like yeah don't and they're like worried I can't start playing an instrument now I'm like yeah you can can. I'm gonna start playing an instrument now I'm learning the drums for why I don't know I enjoy it (laughs) exactly (laughs) I'm not gonna be like playing I'm not gonna be a session drummer but I really enjoy it so yeah just don't worry about there's no rush for anything ever Ruti, thanks so much for being up for doing this. I really appreciate your time. Oh, thank you for having me. Thank you. Part part of Fender 2023, Fender Next 2023. That's amazing. Thank you so much. I like to end these interviews with asking people, uh, I know you said you worked that one job when you were sort of 17, 18, but I've always been someone that's always sort of made quite a few gaffes wherever I've been working or like work fails. Yeah. I've always tended to like drop things or be too slow. <laughs> And I like asking people for like, <laughs> I guess, embarrassing moments from their own experience at work. It's totally fine if you don't have one. But if you do have one, I'd love to hear it. The one job that I worked was, uh, I was like a carer. I was like a personal assistant. Nice. So no, <laughs> thankfully, nothing went wrong. <laughs> and I had no embarrassing stories because they were like one of my, they're one of my really great friends now. So nice. Like anything that I made a mistake, it was just like, we'd just laugh it off. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's life. Exactly. Uh, I did have to pick up a lot of dog poo though at that time. <laughs> I've never been good with that. Yeah, there were a few times where I accidentally missed the bag. <laughs> <laughs> I worked at a, a care home for a bit and there was a guy who was just a, ma- a big metal head, just really into ACDC. That's cool. And we, we became <laughs> such good friends. And when I left, it was really hard. You know, I think leave, leaving yeah. those scenarios, because I think, you know, you, you grow up and you think, oh, you know, your parents or whoever is around is being like, look, you're 16, you're going to get a job. And it's kind yeah. of the worst feeling in the world. And sometimes you can be su- surprised by those situations and like what experiences you get from them. Yeah, absolutely. I I I really missed that job. Um, but thankfully, like, again, I it's not like I was never going to see her again because she's one of my best friends now. Um, but I just wasn't working for her. Well, it actually meant that I could just hang out with her and just enjoy my time instead of being like running around the house, trying to clean up stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, That's really nice. Yeah. I like that a lot. <laughs> hey, thank you so much, Ruti. Thank you. <laughs> so there was Ruti, a 101 part-time jobs. Her new track, La La Love, is out now. Go and stream that. Cheers for listening. If you liked this podcast, 
do subscribe do review it and rate it this is an independent podcast it's just me it's just my guests it's just you all those reviews help to get noticed on apple and spotify thank you so much and see you next week for two new episodes and one new music review show the playlist see you then is Cox Barra. I've been working all day for me, mate, on the side. Running around like a blue-ass fly. I've been working, yeah, I've been working all day for me, mate. Every bleeding minute I've been on the go. Up and down the ladder like a fiddler's elbow. I've been working, yeah, I've been working all day for me, mate. This is a Mighty Moon Media Podcast. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.